0: And I, and I didn't even know it till I saw it happening, because I didn't know that because I didn't see it in the household, I didn't even know it was a missing component of a healthy relationship or what I think is a healthy relationship. It's when I started seeing, I'm like, oh my God, these people are telling their kids they love them. Mm. You know, like they're hugging their son, they're playing with their son, they're face to face with their son, and they're saying, I love you. That's not an experience I had, or I can't, I don't recall ever having that experience. So I didn't even know that it was something that was that could be done in a relationship, a father-son to relationship or father-daughter relationship.
1: So it wasn't so, even a
0: void for you because you didn't even know that you were missing. I did. I did not know till I know I witnessed someone I knew doing it, and then I said, "Oh man, I want to do that when I have a kid. <laughs> I want to tell them I love them."
1: Hello, you beautiful people. Welcome to the Dear Dad Podcast. This is the place where we address dad dynamics and discuss personal experiences, stories, and poem submissions to help provide a platform for healing while simultaneously uplifting one another. Let's change the dad narrative all around. Let's go. Let's grow. Hello, you beautiful people. Thank you again for joining me at Dear Dad Podcast. My name is Benjamin Darius, a.k.a. BJ. And again, we have a good, good, good guest on on this podcast today. It's a good guest. Okay, so guys, I know I have a lot of my family members on here. There's a reason for that because my family is really, really big. It's a combination between the Darius, my last name, and the Million on side, and that's um Gabe Million right now. That's on the, that's on the podcast with us, and he decided to come. and I I sent him an offer. He came. And he's he's here to tell you his story. He's he's here to tell you about his father his father uh, about fatherhood and about, you know, the journey of becoming a dad, uh, guys. And again, I'm sorry if you guys are bothered that it's, so, it's only my family members. There will be other people on the, on the podcast. But right now, I'm going to right now, it's mostly my family because my family is that big. But I do have other people that's coming on. But again, I'm not going to hold you guys any longer. So I'm going intri- to introduce you guys to my cousin. you heard this guy's name before by Maxine and some other people on the podcast. There's a reason for that. All right, guys, his name is Gabe Million. All right, guys, introduce yourself. Gabe, what's up? Hey, what's going on, cuz? How's everybody
0: doing? Yeah. (laughs) Um, Wow, that's such a beautiful intro. I don't know how to follow that. Um, Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I'm Gabe Million. Um, I really love my family, and um, I'm really happy for you to ask me to be here. So, you know.
1: course of course so let's do this so all right let's jump to the first question so let me know and let the audience know who is Gabe (laughs) um who is Gabe um I think
0: Gabe is uh is a student someone that loves to learn someone that loves to help someone that loves family and um you know all those things I think those are the type of things that I Aspire to be. Um, always learning, always reading, always trying to find out new information and trying to share that information with my loved ones and people mm-hmm. that are close to me. So I, if, if there's anything that
1: I would like to be, I think it's, it's a person like that. Nice, 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 nice. So, all right, So let's just dive in a little bit. Let's get a little bit personal. All right. Tell me about your dad. Oh, man. My dad.
0: Not only I love my dad, but my dad is loved by so many people. Yes. Um, (laughs) And it's just his temperament. He's a person that is selfless. Um, He's very warm. Um, You know, anyone that comes in contact with my dad just feels like a genuine love. And I get a lot of that from him. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, again, another thing I get from him is he really loves his family. He's a person that loves to be around his family, that really bigs up his family. Mm -hmm. Um, And he's very proud of his family, all things that I've taken from him. Um, And he's a a church-going man. He's very very into his spirituality, um, his relationship with God. Um, He says he doesn't have much to leave us, but that's the one thing he knows he wants to leave us with. With mm-hmm. at least a connection to God Or to Lord, our Lord, Savior, Jesus Christ And right. that's You know, that's a big part of what my family, my dad is Or
1: who he is Wow, wow, wow And what was the dynamics in the relationship Between you and your dad as you guys grew up Even as today You know,
0: I never really thought about it To one of your podcasts And I think it was one of the early ones When you were talking about saying love, I love you to your kids And mm. And um, I think I had commented and I was like, damn, man, I've um, I don't think I've ever really said I love you to my dad. Mm. Um, you all know that you do love them and it's someone that you love but it's more of like in a Haitian heritage, like, we, we know our parents love us, but mm-hmm. you just don't say it, you yeah. know, and I, and I was never really comfortable saying it. It's not until I observed certain family members myself um, I'll Quote, quote unquote new age where I right. saw their interaction with their kids mm. and they were saying I love you left and right to their kids where I didn't even have a kid yet you know I have a son now but that's when I'm like oh man this thing is okay it's, it's good to <laughs> show your kid, your son so when I saw your your that podcast when I was listening to it it really resonated with me because it's something that I've experienced where you know and not until that that time is when I really started saying okay I'm going to force Mm. (laughs) myself to say I love you to my dad and it's still it's a little foreign to me so if we're on the phone and I say I love you it's not fluent it's just something forcing out because I know and I do love them of course but right I wasn't raised in a household where we kind of shared that type of you know that auditory you know type of communication you know we right. just knew we, they
1: loved him so you know that's the dynamic as far as that you know yeah i mean uh, the the household of a, a haitian culture uh the generation before us i would say is they don't they don't share that they don't say those things and I, I, right. again those th- that word is there it's alive in the house you feel it but to physically say those words is a, it's another it's another thing, you know, just just verbally just saying those things, those words mean so much, but it's so hard to say because you're not used to saying those things. You're not used to hearing it. So it's kind of foreign, like you said before, to say something that you're not used to saying. That's like saying, you know, I I, I love to hug, but yet you never grew up in a house, that household that hug, you know, it, that, that that atmosphere was not there. So it's hard to introduce something to someone that you didn't have in, in your life yourself.
0: Yeah. And I and I didn't even know it till I saw it happening. Cause I didn't know that because I didn't see it in the household, I didn't even know it was a missing component of a healthy relationship or what I think is a healthy relationship. It's when I started seeing, I'm like, oh my God, these people are telling their kids they love them. Mm. You know, like they're hugging their son, they're playing with their son, they're face to face with their son and they say, I love you. That's not an experience I had or I can't, I don't recall ever having that experience. So I didn't even know that it was something that was that could be done in a relationship a father-son relationship or father-daughter relationship
1: so it wasn't so, even a
0: void for you because you didn't even know that you were missing i did i did not know till i know i witnessed someone i knew doing it and then i said oh man i want to do that when i have a kid <laughs> i want to tell them i love
1: them wow wow wow, yeah. wow. and that, how far into your your um your adult did you realize this was something that you wanted to incorporate in your your life and in your marriage and to your son um, I,
0: I mean I don't want to say it was pretty late, but it was it I was past my teenage years, I was past my twenties. Um okay. when I was hanging out with a my um cousin that had a son and I would hang out with him and, and spend time I at that time I was a photographer and I would mm-hmm. take family pictures with them. So I spent a lot of time with them and then while I was taking these family pictures mm-hmm. I saw how they were interacting with their newborn son and um even then, it didn't really strike me hard. It's as he grew up a little old, as he grew a little older, and then I was still around him, witnessing um, that. And I and just to say, I don't think he was around it the same way because we were brought up pretty much the same. It's just that he married someone outside the culture. Uh, and I think okay. that's what helped him. You know, um, that's what showed him or helped him express it. And then I was just sitting back looking at it and I said, oh, this is good. You know, this is something that's that's positive. That's a positive way of interacting with your child. So it's around that age, um, maybe my early, very early 30s or late 20s that I started saying, hey, man, if I when I have a child, um, this is this is one 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 facet of a relationship that I'd like to, you know, to explore. So yeah. my my son now, I tell him I love him, you know, um, and that's easier for me than me telling my dad I love him because I didn't I'm not used to having that kind of communication. But then that's when I realized that you need to have it with your parents, too. Well, I feel like you need to have it with your parents, too. So I've been mm-hmm. forcing myself, even though it's not something that we've done growing up to mm-hmm. include
1: it in my daily communication with my parents. And uh, when you said it, when you actually said it to your dad, the first time or the time that you said it, what is his reaction? Um, he said it too, but I don't know if it was just he was
0: repeating what I said. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you don't know because it sounds so weird, so it's almost surreal. So I'm on the phone with my dad, and we're talking, and I'm about to go, and I'm like, I gotta say, I love you. I gotta say, I love you. Mm-hmm. And I said, I love you, Poppy, and he's like, Oh, I love you too, son. You sound just like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I hung up or he hung up first. Uh, I'm like, all right, I did it. Hanging up now. <laughs> so it's really, it's a very weird. And for some people, that sounds weird. Yeah. They yeah, yeah. do it all the time. For them, it's nothing, right. you know? Yeah. But for me, I'm still working on it. You know? You know
1: what? I mean, just the fact that you're working on it, it makes a difference, man. It, yeah. it, it, I think it, it changes your, your personality, it changes who you are to be a better person and just continue saying it. It just, I don't know. It, for me, I'm, I'm even saying it right now makes it feel a whole lot lighter. Like when I call my dad on the phone and I talk to him, even though I, I'm so hard-headed about calling him at times, <laughs> I can't even explain to you the reason why. Like just today, my, my wife was like, call your dad. I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> it's not that I don't want to. It's just right. taking that action and doing it. And when yeah. we're on the phone, we're joking. We're laughing. You're cool. Mm. And then when I'm on the phone with him, I don't remember the last time I called him. And he's just like, the first thing he said was like, thank you for calling me. Yeah. It's not, it's small, like, it's just a phone call. He just said, thank you for calling me. Yeah, and for me, I was just like, man, that's mm-hmm. that's powerful, man. That for is. me, it's nothing, for him, it's something. Yeah, my dad, and that's odd that
0: you said that. My dad says the same thing. Like, yeah, thank you for calling me. And they just, I don't know, I mean, I, I get it. Um, when we're their age, we want our kids to hit us up just out the blue and say, hey, dad, and, it, and the conversation with I love you because right. you know when you look at them you're like man so I can understand the feeling now that I'm a father but yeah. it's you know it's still hard <laughs> it's
1: still oh, hard yeah. to give in well continue doing and I encourage you to doing it and I'm, I compliment you for doing that man it's hard it's not an easy step but you know you took that step you took that leap yeah thank you you made it you made it <laughs> and um I know I, I know just right now just that you even sound like your dad like there's certain gestures and certain things that you do that sounds exactly like your dad because some things you just can't erase like I all of us all my siblings sounds the boys sounds like my dad like yeah. I, I can't even I can't even front if we if one of us pick up the phone you can't even tell who's one the truth depending even we laugh the same and even it even carries on to my son my son is only two years old about to be three he's he has a deep voice I don't yeah. know where he came from <laughs> I don't know what I, I'm pretty sure it's, it's a genetic trait but this is this is the the characteristic in us that's so so similar so what are some characters in you that you find in your dad and you can you can say you also see it in your son? Oh, my
0: son, my dad is very charming and I think my son is charming. Um my my son is very compassion compassionate. And I think he gets that from my dad and I and I got a little bit of that from my dad as well. Um So those are some of the things that I see. Um my not not to mention Everybody thinks my dad look, my son looks more like my dad than he does me sometimes that's um, usually so. the case. <laughs> Everybody sees my father in him um which is good my, my I think my father's a you know a good good looking guy, handsome guy, and I love his mannerism, so all mm. those things are good um so yeah, so those are some of the things I think my son gets from him. My dad is slow to anger, and I think that's one of the things that I've gotten from him where um, I'm very laid back in the sense Mm. of it takes a lot for me to get worked up. Um, And I got the, I actually, I remember the one time I was in a cab, you know, my dad is, like I said, he's a very religious person, very spiritual. And um, he used to give out things called tracks. So that's like these little pamphlets, um, you know, Christ-like. And he used to give them out. And one day we were in a cab riding home from church and um, he gave it to the cab driver. And when we, when we exited the cab, the cab driver threw it, threw it out, like really crumbled it up and threw it out the window just to make sure my dad could see it. And wow. I was upset. I was like, yo, why do you keep doing this? You giving it to these people and this is what they're doing. They're disrespecting you, they're crumbling and throwing it in your face. And I was Mm. upset. I think that was one of the only times I stood up to my dad and just expressed that type of, um, I wouldn't say it's anger, but it was just a frustration. And um, he just looked at me. He said, I did my part. So I'm Mm. okay with whatever happened. Mm. And that stuck with me. Like I could remember the time I could remember us in the cab. So that stuck with me. And that made me feel like, you know what? It's not about how people react to what you do. Um, right. You know, as long as you did what was right, what you felt was right. So mm-hmm. even if they, they, you know, like you do a good deed, you know, no good deed goes unpunished. You do a good deed and somebody comes back and they act like they were using you. But you, as long as you know in your heart you meant to help them. For me, I t- go back to what my dad said. I did my part, you know. Mm. Um, I can't
1: control how they react to that. So you know, patience is definitely like a, a, a virtue. I think that's something. That's <clears throat> a it know, it's a talent. You know, it's a talent because I know a lot of people that I know. They just don't have the patience to just like you know, just for anything for a child for another person. Like, is this so quick to anger? I mean, I've heard that ang- uh, yeah. anger is just a release. Is this the release of um, like expression? But mm-hmm. to not release that expression, which is you no, show compassion and not show anger. It's it's true, it's it takes more restraint to not do anything than to do something. So yeah. I always I always literally always uh, applaud those that have a personality trait that has like compassion for and compassion is slow to anger because then you can observe and react properly. Um, to the situation, I know for myself. I know my 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 siblings ask me this. Well, how do you be? How are you so patient? How are mm-hmm. you not? I've never seen you upset. Yeah. it's not that I don't get upset. It's not in me to stay upset one too long. And to I don't. That's not my character. Right. I prefer to be happy. Or I, I prefer to be in good mood, instead of being angry at the time. It physically does not have a good effect on me at all. So I always commend anybody that has that good trait because you know what? It's contagious. It's contagious because. It sometimes it's it just takes you to take that first step, mm-hmm. and sometimes the only way you can take this first step is you have to like be patient and just calm down and actually see the overall picture instead of just jumping the gun and overreacting. Yep.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, especially in that situation, it was a really it was a paradigm shift for me because I was really upset because I could remember that's how emotional I was. I could remember how upset I felt, and just to see someone react in such a calm way, it made me ask myself. Why is he, it happened to him. Why was he mm-hmm. able to react this way? And then that's why I think it was such a profound moment in time for me. And it, it really helped me grow in that sense of where I can just say, hey, you know, you everything I had to do, I took care of it. I did what I had to do. I'm at peace, you know? I can't control the reaction. So that, I, I agree, that patience is, you know, patience is key.
1: It's a virtue. It's a virtue. It's and a I, virtue. Find it fascinating that, I find it fascinating that you got upset and your dad didn't get upset. It's, yeah. It just seems like the, the, the role reversed because now you kind of need to like protect your dad. Yeah. Like He needs to, like, need to be protected, but you're the child right? and he's the adult. But you, because he has experiences, he knows that it's not worth fighting for.
0: You know what? Um, I think one of the reasons I always felt like I wanted to protect my dad because I saw how much of a nice person he was. And then I noticed that there were people that take advantage of nice people. Absolutely. That people that are giving selfless, there are people that will take advantage of them. So that's what, so I guess it was building because I just knew my dad because everybody knows how my dad is. So, Mm -hmm. you know, um, he'll give his last dollar if he'll help someone. And I didn't understand why he would do that. So that was building where I'm like, you know what, enough, you know. And I thought that he wasn't taking up for himself, but it took a lot more strength to say, hey, you know, right. I'm not gonna change. I don't change because of the way people react. I don't, you know, I have a goal and I, I, when I'm set out to do what I wanna do and what I need to do, I don't really let or the way people react to it affect me. And that's really right. a good sign of a leader, a good leader.
1: Yes, you yes, know? yes.
0: When you have a vision, you can't let other people sway you if you believe in your vision and you think what you're doing is right. If you right, think what you're doing right. is right, you know, to me it's like the stock market. The prices go up, everybody's happy. Then it goes down, then they mad. Then right. it goes back up, they happy again. You can't. You got to say you got to know the value of the company you're investing in. If you know yes. it's a good company and you know it's going to stand the test of time, don't worry if the price is going up or down you know what it's right. worth and you right. got in at the right time so um you know that's that's one of the things I, yeah i i i look to my dad for a lot of stuff that's one of the
1: biggest things patience that's so cool i think when you just something as something as far as if you if you as a leader you have to that's the mind frame that you have to have. And I I think I heard it from Kevin Hart when he was saying, um, and I'm power paraphrasing it when he was stating that, um, when he was a startup comedian and he had his, you know, a vision of who he wanted to be, he said, I wanna have my own company, I wanna start in a movie, I wanna have my, I want to become a CEO and he had all those powerful dreams, um uh, uh and he wanted to um uh, accomplish those. But he had people around him that were not Visualizing the dream that he had So he had people around him that was bringing him down Instead of pushing him forward So that in itself, he had to like say You know what, you're not with me in my goal You don't right. see the dream that I have So I'm going to have to push you to the side I can only I can only partner up with those individuals yeah. That share my dreams Or want to push me to get to my dreams But if you're yeah. dampering me down I'm going to have to push you to the side Yep, that that's such an important
0: Especially if you have dreams um entrepreneurship which i'm big on um Mm -hmm. you have to have a vision and you got to focus on it you can't focus on things that go wrong you're a problem solver (laughs) you know you can't look at um man this you know they shut down this service find another one you know you because you your goal is right i'm doing what i got to do that's not going to stop me because they stopped doing that
1: you know um yeah i agree 100 percent yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, cool. Let's let's change the dynamic a little bit. Let's change the mood a little bit into a different, into a different pers- uh, perspective. Mm-hmm. So tell me about fatherhood. Oh man, best thing ever. Um,
0: I I, I love it. You know, um, I love being able to share. I, I, first, the first thing is for me. I think legacy is very important. And mm-hmm. I think it's because that we're such like our family is such a big family, but we're tight, which is weird. Yes. yes. it's a big family, and you know, we can gather up and we could not speak to each other for a while, but when we get together, it's uh. like riding a bike, you know. Yes. Yeah. Um, and um, so that legacy is very important for me. And um, the minute I knew that that was something that I was blessed with, I wanted to nurture that. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be here forever, but I know whatever I was able to establish within my son will live. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, and he, he can take that and, and, and build upon it, you know, the same way I've built on what my dad has given me and what his father has given him, um, whatever it is, good and bad. But the thing is we're here and yeah, you know, and they're going to be there, for you know, our name lives on. So that's that's a big thing. So the first thing was really legacy. The second thing was, um, it was a gift. You know, yeah. when God gives you a gift and you're like, you know what? I'm going to take care of this gift. It's like when somebody gives you something that's really nice mm-hmm. and that you really like it. And you like, I have to be responsible. I can't drop it. I can't because this is precious. Mm-hmm. Um... You know all those things is really what fatherhood means to me and i want to take care of it one way that i took care of it the minute i found out that um i was having a son i think the day after i found out i went and got life insurance mm. <laughs> you know right away mm. um because i wanted to take care of it i was already thinking of when i'm not here all mm-hmm. right um, yeah you know how is he gonna survive or she gonna survive at that time um so you know that's that's what it means to me it's just god has given me a gift and for the however long he's allowing me to you know to have that gift in my possession quote-unquote um i'm gonna try to take care of it and i'm gonna try to make sure that it grows and, and and it it
1: basically lives up to its full potential yeah, absolutely. Yes, I hear you. I agree, I agree. Did you have any idea of what kind of father you wanted to be before you became a dad? And if so, do you think you're that person now? Ooh.
0: Um, No, because uh, I I don't know if I gave it much thought of what type of father. I knew I wanted to be loving, I wanted to be nurturing. Um, but its fatherhood is... I mean, my son is almost 13 now. It's, it, it changes everything you thought you were going to (laughs) do. It doesn't really go down the way you thought it was going to go down. The things that you thought that you're going to deal with, um, you don't deal the way, the way you thought that you was going to communicate with your kid and they were going to understand and do what you say. it, It doesn't really go down that way. Um, so I, Yeah, I had no idea what kind of father I was going to be. I I, I knew I wanted to be like my dad in some ways. I knew I wanted to be different from him in certain ways. Um, um, Like the I love you, I knew I wanted to be more, um, you know, I wanted to be able to say things like that and be more emotionally involved with my son than my dad. Um, And then I also knew that I wanted to create a, a child that was going to be able to survive in the world that we're in, so mm-hmm. i I love the niceness in my dad, but I wanted that strong entrepreneur little you know, spirit in my son. Um, mm-hmm. you know I wanted him to say, because I know we lived in it because I, I was born in Haiti, and um I have to give my parents props because when i we came here, we didn't have anything, you know, right, and I think every one of their kids are doing a good job. You know, Every one of us have kids And every one of us is in a very um, Good position I feel As opposed to where we came from Or how we came from And I just want growth from my son So I knew I wanted to show him the love That my dad showed me and my mom Showed me Um, But I also wanted to give him the Opportunity to thrive In this country Um, I wanted to give him the opportunity To have choices that I might not have had or my parents didn't have um so in that sense I think I'm I'm on course. Um yeah. do I think that I'm where I am where I thought I'd be back then? No. Cause you know, life happens while you plan. But um right. I feel good about the way that, you know, he's growing. I feel good when I talk to him and he talks to me. I'm like, Oh man, you got it. You know? And then sometimes you listen to what he says, I'm like, Jeez once <laughs> 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 this kid so um yeah I, i'm not where i want to be as a dad yet but i i like where i'm at and i like my
1: upward trajectory nice 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 you no know, i want to I take a, a slight little turn just back up a little bit i just wanted to find out from you that you were talking about your son and um when you find out about your son and uh, uh, to who he is right now So I just want to backtrack a little bit mm-hmm. Would you be able to describe to me The moment That you actually met your son For the first time Ooh. Oh boy
0: Yeah Are you talking about at the hospital <laughs> I could go that, back, <laughs> that far back sure. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man um, Yeah I remember when he was pulling his head I'm like yeah what is that uh, <laughs> when they took him out, and um, man, yeah, I, I think I cried. I cried two times. Um, two when my sister got married, I cried, and when my right. son when my son was born. Um, and um, yeah, the the happiness to see someone that you've never seen before, and you know that that's part of you. That joy when I first met him. um <laughs> Yeah, that was a great time. Um, when I met him as a, like when I'm starting to see his, his, um, his personality, mm-hmm. um, the first time I saw my, my son's personality, or the first time I had to pay attention to my son's personality is when he got upset and he yelled as loud as I would. Mm. And um, that's when I said, oh man, he's, he's, a, he's his own person. <laughs> yeah. um, you know um, And it was weird It was just weird to um, Because I think we'll always see our kids As children and babies And right. I think um, some cultures Have an advantage where The minute that the baby is born They look at it as, as an adult Because they see adults as a bunch of Grown little babies mm. <laughs> That's why some people don't like you saying "gugu gaga to their kids mm. Talk to them like an adult So um, I feel that our culture, we, we baby our kids because especially, you know, being a, a person of color, we want to, we want to nurture them. We know what's out there for them. We want to right. protect them. Mm-hmm. But then again, it's, there's a real world that's going to be treating them like adults, even at a very young age. You know? Right. Um, yeah. So as crazy as it sounds, you know, when I first hear, saw that he was upset, trying to um, express himself, that was the first time I am like, you know what, I can't, I have to give him that room to grow. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't, um, because we grew I grew up on very tight rules. And um, so when I let myself like, hey, he's going to have his own feelings. I'm, I, of course, I'm going to try to guide him. But, um, that was the first time I kind of noticed him as far as I remember, like, oh man, this is he's his own person. <laughs> mm-hmm. is when I first saw him get mad.
1: Mm. it shocked me, so you make you take a step back and just like analyze yeah who he is and what directions you need to take with him
0: yeah that that um, I've always felt that that obligation, but I also want to be understanding, and I also know that. My um, perspective is not the same perspective that he has because we grew up Mm -hmm. in different times. We Mm -hmm. grew up in different conditions. So I always try to leave myself open to the point where I'm not always right. Right. Where I'm like, all right, I gotta see what he, why is he upset? Why doesn't he see that he's wrong? (laughs) Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you wanna take that perspective and um, not saying that you shouldn't be, you should, because a child is a child. There's certain experiences they don't have, but the right. job is not really to kind of force it down. It's for them to, for you to kind of guide them, you know. Right. Where they're like, oh, right. okay, you're upset, but then you kind of give them a question like, you know, um, is that the type of energy you want to show when you're upset? You know,
1: mm, is that okay. how
0: you want to act, um, where people are looking at you? You know, so you you try to guide them, but. It's not to just say hey, you can't do that because I've I've grown up in a household where Haitians weren't trying to take time to understand your feelings. No, nope, nope, <laughs> nope. I'm the adult. If I tell you to walk on coal, you walk on coal. But um, that's it. <laughs> so if I'm like, "Yo, he's yelling," it's because his feet's burning. Um, so that's right. you know one of those things <laughs> you, know, you want to take, you want to look at. And that's that's what that helped me do when I saw it. I'm saying, yeah, he's a you know, he's a human being. He's gonna he has emotions. You can't control how he
1: feels. Mm. Hmm. So, yeah, I, I find myself doing that with my son right now. Even though I just say that he is He's his his far in advance. He's so developed yeah. so quickly. Whereas where me, and my wife is just playing catch up with him. Mm-hmm. Especially me, I'm just like especially the time that I spend with him. I just want to know what I need to do to better his understanding of life, like education, math, science, reading, writing, all that stuff. I want to know what I can do to mm-hmm. like better him because right now he's picking up on everything. He's yeah. doing everything so quickly, like it's, too, it's, it's going too fast for me. So now I'm just sitting back and trying to realize, I'm trying to analyze and see what I need to do to better cater to him. Right. Even at, like you said before, there are times that he is he's acting up, he's crying for no reason or he throw himself on the floor. And it's weird because my, my, my parenting, my wife parenting is a little different. Right. My parenting is more of like, and that's almost, almost everybody. My parents is more, is more of like, ever since he was a baby, uh, uh, if he does something, there's a reason for it. It's not because it's not because he just want to do it just because sometimes kids does that. But for me, it's always just like, there's a, there's a reason behind it. He's acting up. There's a reason behind it. He's crying. There's a reason behind it. He's doing this. There's a reason behind it. So for me, it's, it's. Relearning him every every day because he does something different. So instead of getting upset, instead of getting bothered, instead of getting annoyed, I just want to I want to go to your level and try to figure out what is it exactly that you want. So I give you options. I say, yeah. Is it this? Is it that? Is it, is, it is it this? Is it that? Okay, you know what? Fine. Right now, you just want to be held. No problem. I can tell. Right. But it it takes that patience. It takes that you know that kind and relax and just like analyze the situation kind of mind frame. In order for you to just like grasp exactly what a kid is wanting because as at that age, he doesn't even know what he wants at yep, time. Yep. And I and I heard this this um this lady, I forgot she I think it was uh, an author or so. I heard I think it was an already lesson, I heard I said I can't even remember her name. She said that. Mm-hmm. Um what we have what we tend to do, and a lot, all of us tend to do that because we see other people do it when we, our kids are um frustrated and they're like you know they don't know how to say anything the first thing we say is use your words mm-hmm. and she said it's, it bothered her because because i mean i can say because i've done it too but it it, it it changed my mind frame when she said this she said we're trying to tell a kid that don't know anything the language that we know to 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 use the language that we want you know what i'm saying it's like i speak spanish i needs to be english i'm telling you speak english I yep. can't speak English because I don't speak your language. Right. It's almost like a love language for a, a child. You're telling the child to use their words, but they don't even have the words yet to express to you what they want. Yeah, alone they don't even know how to express it. They don't even know what they're feeling yet. Yeah. You know? So you just got to know how to cater to the child based on what they're doing, you know. I I was uh, my wife and I were pretty much lucky because we, we were able to cater to my son based on his his cries. If he right. cried this way, he was, this is what he wanted. If he cried that way, he needed to get changed. He was, he needs to go. Wow. So we, it, we, we were able to attention. discover that. We, <laughs> well, we found out, I think it was an Oprah episode. And right. this, this baby guru that we found out was like, oh, let's try that out. And we tried it out. It was just like the easiest thing of the world. Like, oh, he cried, he needs to get burped. Oh, he cried, he pooped. Oh, he cried, he needs to he sleep. Once we figured that out, parenting yeah. was just like a smooth sailing. Yeah. Parenting was great. And that's why I had to encourage other people. Some people, we have the tendency that to forget that there are kids, allow them to be kids, yeah. allow them to grow, allow them to make mistakes. Like you said, I'm here to guide you. I don't want to instruct you to do what not to do. I'm, yeah. I'm here to guide you. If you're going to fall, I'm going to have your back. You know, uh, not too long ago, I have a little. I had a little sermon that at my church for uh, my uh, the students at my church uh, where I, I was saying that, you know, <clears throat> this concept where um, my son, he had, he's all over the place, running all over the place. He's on the couch, off the couch. Now I'm not I'm I'm, I'm working, but I'm watching him. Right. I'm working, but I'm watching him. So now he's sitting on the couch with his back turned to the floor. Mm-hmm. Right? So now any action that he does jerk back is done. Yep. <laughs> he's done. So before he does that, I already I'm already like forecasting. So this is what he might do. So I already put my foot behind him. And yep. two, I'm already, I'm already, I know what he's gonna do. So, as soon as he's about to jerk, I literally just grab him. <laughs> or I yeah. just tell him, don't do that. But that's the concept I was, I was trying to say. I said, that's how God has our back. Yes. We don't even know uh, our situation. We don't even know how, how bad the situation is going to be. But we let us go. God has our back. Yes. He lets us go. And then he catches passion. us when we fall. Yeah, he, absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm learning with that with my son, where I don't want to have to yell and scream behind you, but I want to I guide you. Right. But I want you to let you know that uh, even though you make mistakes, I have your back. I yeah. want you to make mistakes so you can learn from it. And one thing I always, again, I emphasize on my son whenever we go anywhere. I said, "Touch. You want to touch it? Touch it so you can feel it, texture, so you can know what it is that you, that's around you." Like I encourage it everywhere I go. Like yeah. you, you don't know what that is? This is the flower. Touch the flower. You feel the consistency of it. You know the smell of it. It's red. It's yellow. It's green. So you, I'm giving you a, a full detail of of the of the item so you can know what it what it is. Yeah, you let and it all all the store. Exactly, exactly, exactly And that's what I do with him I do all the time like I, Because he's, he's high in sensory So everything is just like Is extra for him So I was just like Okay, I'm, gonna, I'm going to capitalize on that What can I do to make it Richful for you You know Make it a, a way of learning for you Because right now The world is just like A playground for him yeah. How can I make it a, a, a playground But also a playground for him to learn Exactly
0: No, I agree 100% you know, and that, that's what it is. You you, you want to give them the opportunity. You know, you don't want to dictate what they do. It's all about giving them the opportunity. But you're being there because you know, in their limited experience, these are some of the pitfalls. So, right. like you said, you'll 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 put your leg there. So, if he falls, he's falling on a soft thigh. Um, Absolutely. You know, something like that. So, but you want to give them the opportunity because they learn that way. Mm -hmm. you know a lot of times they don't learn by just you telling them um i read this book called nurture shock and it talks Mm -hmm. about why children makes make the decisions that they do they Mm -hmm. really don't have the um the knowledge the background knowledge and because they don't have the background knowledge they're taking a lot of risks. you Mm -hmm. know risks that you and i would look at like oh man i'm not going down in a shopping cart on a hill with four people in it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but for them, they've never they never thought about what could happen. They don't have the foreknowledge right. or the background knowledge to deal with that. So they're gonna take that chance. Um, so th- the child is, it's a very fragile thing. And um, you trying to, or me trying to figure out how, what our role is in it is fragile too, because We don't want to stub their growth. At the Mm -hmm. same time, you know, you want to be there to to help protect and guide them.
1: So, yeah. Yeah. All those things, man. Uh, Okay. Let's take a brief commercial break. We'll be right back after this sponsor. Hey, guys. B. Jemson Darius, a.k.a. BJ here from Dear Dad Podcast. Now, when I started this podcast, I wanted a platform where I can record and upload with my content very easily. I didn't want to go through any hoops to get my podcast out there. When I did study my podcast, I was on a different platform. But after I was introduced to Anchor, not once, not twice, but over three times by my close friends, I decided to give Anchor a try. I must say, I absolutely love it. Not only is it easy to use, but I am able to record edit, post, and publish all my episodes right there on the app or the site. I was able to transfer all my episodes onto Anchor in less than five minutes. That for me was unbelievable. Oh yeah, here's the best thing of all. It's free. It is free to use. Yeah, I know. That's crazy, but take my word on this. It's true. Using Anchor has definitely made podcasts so easy. Trust me, you'll love it. So... Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor.fm to get started. Right, right. What are some, what do you enjoy most about being a dad? Um, spending time with my son. We um like before this
0: whole Corona thing, we had decided every month we're gonna visit a new restaurant, and because mm. he he's one of those picky eaters. Okay. And there's nothing wrong with that, but he doesn't like to try new things. If you find something he likes, you could order five or six for him. Um <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but, you know, but it having so everywhere every time he went somewhere, he would smell it. He did, you know, he's he's like his mom that way. He'll smell the food before he eats it. Um mm. so I'm like, you know what? I you need to be able to explore different mm. things. So we just I talked to him about it. And I told him it was gonna be somewhat random. I hope he's not listening to this. I told him it was gonna be (laughs) random, but I knew the type of person he was, so to make it so that he would try it, I would break it down into like maybe four or five places and give him the choice within those places. So he would, I basically scaffolded. So he can, I know he would go further than he would normally would, but not so far that it would turn him, you know, like he wouldn't want to do it again. So right. every month we would decide we go on a different type of cuisine and we try it, and all he had to do was just give it a try. So mm-hmm. we, we, you know, we did that for a while uh, until this thing started. But that's one of the things I like. I like spending time with him. Oh um, man, I, I I really love being a father. Um, I enjoy trying to make him. Like I said, I um, I want him to have choices. So mm-hmm. I enjoy um helping him like i one of the things i love the most is that my son started his first business when he was four um i love teaching him about those things um i love possibly giving him those type of options in the future at least exposing it to him um you know um and i love that in some ways i see it in him that some of it is getting through um i love giving him advice i love learning from him too mm-hmm. you know because man these new songs i don't even start <laughs> no, i don't yeah. <laughs> don't even start <laughs> uh you know I, you know there's a lot of things you i learned not just the songs but you know i like learning from him too yeah. i I, cool. I guess
1: it all comes from spending time i like spending time with yeah, that's one of the best things. Just spending time. So you don't have to do anything. You just be in the same room as them. Yeah. It, it makes us a difference. What are three happy moments in your life as a dad? Mm, my son's first business. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: my, one of my son's violin recitals, where your brother was there. It was your brother, my sister, um, um, Anna, and my brother. Mm-hmm. Not the, it wasn't even the violin inside, It was one of his plays Um I love that and I love the fact that Because he, he asked for your brother to be there He asked mm-hmm. for Gamaliel To mm-hmm. show up Um So I love when he um You know I love I love when my son loves spending time With my family and his family mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um so that was a good Moment um uh, the third, the third, I would say, taking my son to camp for the very first time—that was the mm-hmm. very first time that he was going to be away from us for thirty days. <laughs> wow! Okay. Uh, and from that day, when I look back to how far he's gotten, that's when I started to let him. Yeah, and he was seven. When he was seven, the first time he went to sleepaway camp in Maine. Mm -hmm. And we made a trip out of it. So we stopped. We did, like, um, stuff like you guys do. You guys travel a lot. And I love having those experiences. Like, you have experiences like that with your family. So that's Mm -hmm. great. So we did road trips. We got a bunch of nice hotels. He loves to swim. So that that whole experience was really good we we knew we were about to give him away to this camp for 30 days but just that whole time of us getting there we really made some great um great memories so, wow that's yeah, cool
1: yeah. yeah that's cool that's cool all right so i have pretty much about three i have two ish questions for you one yeah. is more of a personal one the other one is um uh just to wrap up okay. and i'll just let you go so is there is there any mistake you wish you had done differently as a dad? Mm,
0: ooh. man. I, I I hope this doesn't come off the wrong way. Um. Yeah, nah. This is just story man. <laughs> <laughs> it's just <your> story <laughs> Yeah, I I don't have any regrets as a father. Um, I'm still learning. Um, oh.
1: Yeah. Like, as far as it relates to Gavin, I don't have any regrets. Cool. I mean, I spoke to, <laughs> I spoke to uh, <laughs> John- Jonathan just the other day. Uh-huh. And I was asking the same question. And he's like. No, I don't have regrets. So I was like, he's like, you know, so I'm a perfect dad. I was like, so you're a perfect dad now. So what I'm saying, so I need to be example like you. I don't need to have any. I didn't say I was perfect, I need to have I learned a lot from the mistakes. Right. No, that's awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. And, um, the other question that I have for you, this is more of a, like, this is, this is a quote that I heard from someone, uh-huh. I heard from my brother. Okay. And he heard it from Max. Max heard it from you. Okay. Okay so I mean I have my own version Of it but I just you to <laughs> elaborate on that A little bit because I don't want to uh, <laughs> I don't want to plagiarize I don't want to see that I'm taking your words. I know it's coming from the source so if you got it from Somebody else okay. I don't know who that person is anymore So <laughs> So he said I told my, my I was talking to Emmanuel during that podcast And he uh-huh. told me that um, he, told, he said that he was talking to Max And he said he told Max I want to be just like you Max said don't be like me Be a better, uh, Be better than me and I, told, I, I, I used that And I used my own interpretation of that I said, you know, don't be a better version of yourself So I told Max that Max was like, you know what, since you're being honest I didn't get it from <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> You You got it from me But I got it from Gabe So I was like, oh, I got it, I got it from <laughs> Well, I don't know
0: who I got it from But I didn't make it up But I knew it was When I, when I heard it I, I internalized it And um, it just resonated with me Um. Yeah, it just resonated with me. I can't. I I know that's that's something I feel, and um, Mm -hmm. I don't even remember sharing it. But me and Max talk a lot, so I probably did. Um, uh, But yeah, that's. um, I don't remember where I got it from. I'm I'm sure I heard it from somewhere else, but I don't think I created it. But it is totally consistent with the way I feel. Um, Mm -hmm. I want my son to be better, Um, and just like I feel like we have improved upon a lot of the stuff that our parents have given us you know if we talk about how we started and what we're doing today people will look at us like huh you know I mean I remember the first day I came to New York that was the first time I saw snow Um, Mm. you know I didn't speak English you know um, and um, you know so I want that type of growth that type of exponential growth for my son where whatever my dad gave me and I used it I can give him and he uses it and yes. and just just you know exponentially we grow cuz I think you know it's great and like I said I'm I really love my family and I think mm-hmm. we have such like when I look at not our generation because we're close but our kids when we look at mm. all our kids we're like oh my god they're already better than us that's just my opinion yeah Mm-hmm. You know, I'm looking at our kids and the things they're doing, the way they're ready. I'm like, they're already, you know, we just want them to nurture that growth. So, yeah, I, I agree with that saying 100%.
1: I can't recall. I might
0: have gotten it from Seychelles. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to black that out because I don't know. Because <laughs> it's never going to end. <laughs> it won't end, yeah.
0: So, I mean, I, I don't. I, I don't remember exactly where I got it from, but it, it resonated with me. I do. I know it's it's something that I I feel
1: and I, I I know it's what It's my, you know. I've always felt that way. Absolutely cool. I enjoy it. I'm telling you right now. I'm going to use it. I, I, I changed it word around <laughs> a little bit, you know. So I won't plagiarize. So no, it's no. Just my I mean, word. we read a lot, I, bro. That, that's how yeah. the, the knowledge
0: gets, and that's the growth right there.
1: You know, and absolutely you know, so absolutely man I'm I'm, I'm happy for that I'm happy for that so I'm just gonna I'm gonna throw the last question at you and then we can um we can wrap it up and I let you go okay cool all right so what message do you want to leave um with the dads out there what kind of message do you want you wanna leave behind
0: cool um with dads prepare your child yes. for the future prepare for your prepare your child for a future that you are not in and that's really it. prepare them for a future that you're not in because you're not always going to be around to protect them you're not always going to be around to teach them you have to prepare them for a future that a future without you and let them be mm-hmm. great let them be great
1: mm-hmm. yes 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 <clears throat> man, Gabe I love this conversation man I got you and I told to and right. I told. Max, yeah. I told- <laughs> You know, the, uh, yo, I love this conversation. I love, I love the fact that you were, you know, honest with me. You were telling me your story, your journey of life and your fatherhood. You know, that's what it's about. And like you said before, one, this family is huge. And two, we have nothing but love for one another. And yeah. I appreciate that. For everybody that comes on, that's all we talk about is how great, how much we love our family. And is a reason for that, because we're so close and tight-knit. We yeah. are. When we get together, it's nothing but love and laughter. Oh, man, honestly. we laugh.
0: And we stay, like, sometimes it's 5, 6 in the morning, you're like, yo, you got to
1: go. <laughs> it <laughs> doesn't matter. That's how, that, it is. That is how it is yeah and i said it before if you come to our family outing and you don't leave with your stomach hurting your cheeks hurting yep. and, and you know, you got a headache yeah <laughs> and full yeah you you i did something wrong with you yep. man. there's something definitely something wrong with you but yeah like you said before man pr- prepare your your kids prepare your child to for, for a better version of yourself yep. prepare a child for the future that you don't have yep. uh, that, that they're gonna have um, in, in the future so always prep your child for something better yeah um, uh, in the future and i and i highly encourage that man i highly encourage that there's so many fathers out there that are doing good things and i wanted to have you in this podcast because you are doing good things and i, no, it, I, I know i said it before <laughs> but you guys are an example to me you are an example to me i said i said wow. it to max and i said to Mo, Mo, michael uh, jonathan my brother um uh, p I learned to be a parent from you guys yeah honestly I learned to be a parent from you guys I didn't have the father figure to learn from so I just literally took a lot of um, what you guys are doing and I just literally just plug it into myself and I just build a character I mold a character of what you guys are and I'm I'm pretty much plugging into my son I'm molding my son because of you guys you guys are uh, great examples man the way your attitude is the way you like you're strong, minded about certain things, you know. Whatever it is, I, I I sit and observe a lot, and I observe you guys, and you guys are doing a phenomenal job. I want to highlight the dads in our family. We do a
0: great I, I job believe, there. Yeah, I don't think we're boasting. We I just, I, I really feel that they are. They're they're really stepping up as men. I agree with you 100. percent
1: Absolutely, and we are intentional, and that's why I have to encourage everybody out there: be intentional of being a dad. Man. Right. It's one thing to have a child and being a father, but it's another thing to be a dad, be example. You like, you be intentional with everything that you do with a child. From the education to just spending time with them, talking to them, just listening to them. Anything that you do with a child matters because when you mold them for who they are right now, when they grow up, they're gonna look back and say, Mm -hmm. I am who I am right now because because of of my dad. Yeah, I am who I am because of my dad. I, I, I was fortunate to have, um, you guys as an example As fathers so I can mold wow. And be who I am And I'm I'm so happy Like you don't understand Whenever I, I hear about you guys It makes me happy Because you guys are doing a great job I, I'm still taking from you guys Even though <laughs> as my, you, kid, my kids growing up we take I say, from you oh, too. He's doing this.
0: <laughs> it's a circle. We I love when I see the stuff that you and your wife are doing with your son. I'm the first to, like, I love it. I love seeing. It. I love seeing how you're taking them and exposing them to different cultures, exposing them to different places. I love that, you know? Um, the way you guys interact with him, to me, that's amazing. And the same way you say you learn from us, we're learning from you too. So, you know, it's a great circle. Cause I learned from yes. those guys. I learned from Peggy man. I learned yeah. from G. I learned from Max. You know, from Michael, Jonathan. I got some amazing family members.
1: Absolutely. You know, and um, yeah, you're right. I think that's it. I love it. So yeah, I agree with and you. And the good thing is, hundred percent. All, all of us, and the thing is, all of us a different age range. None yeah. like, we're not like the. We're not like this. We're not like you know the the age range is like oh we some of us are oh we are 30s we are 20s yeah, we are literally right. from like age 20 to like 30 to yeah. 40 years old. All of, it, it's different age. And you would never know our age because yeah. the way we act around each other is so we're, young.
0: We're, we're a nice, young, good looking bunch too, I have to say.
1: Hey, I you can't can cancel that, I can't complain. You can,
0: <laughs> you can strike that, but <laughs> you got good genes. We got good genes. You talking about family, Absolutely. You got good
1: <laughs> Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> And I, I nah, enjoy it. It's all love. It. I, yeah, I it's all love. It, man. I enjoy it. And I wanted to say again, thank you, man. I love you for who you love are. You too, I love God. you as a person. I love you so much. Thank you. And man. Keep, keep doing what you're doing, man. Keep doing what it. you're doing. Keep being an example to not only your son, but to anybody that's out there. And I always encourage when you're out there doing what you're doing, you're not only encouraging yourself, there are the other people out there that's watching you. Yeah. So be intentional, not only with your kids, yeah. but be intentional with the attitude and your, your personality because there are people that are gravitating to you for a reason some people need that right so be intentional with being a good person be a good-hearted person being uh, uh a welcoming person always being uh in your good behavior because it's always somebody watching gotcha. right you know, always somebody watching you know, you know? again man because I, I again I, I enjoyed this conversation <laughs> thank you again for coming to this nah, podcast, thank man thank you thank you for having me really appreciate Absolutely. it man Absolutely, man. Okay, so guys, I'm not gonna hold you guys any longer. Again, thanks again for joining me. I did that podcast. Again, this is a platform for you to tell, tell us, tell the world your story, tell the world that we have good followers out there. We have good black followers out there, good dads out there that take care of their wives, that take care of their kids, all right? It's out there. Let's, let's get rid of the stigma that black men are nothing. Black men don't do anything. We are here, it's, it's true. I'm telling you and that's why i want to use this platform so we can encourage this thing man Amazing. this is a powerful plot for platform and i want to enc- continue encouraging you know um people to express themselves and that's why i'm here for um, to, um i'm here to do and again i want to thank my uh, my personal guest gave my cousin and again guys i'm not going to hold you long and i know i said that a couple of times but um uh, uh, until next time guys until next time i will catch you See You. bye You. Win. a brief commercial break we'll be right back for more dear dad podcasts visit apple Podcasts, stitcher or wherever you listen to your favorite shows make sure you check dear dad podcast on your favorite instagram social media platform at dear dad podcast catch you later